welcome back to everybody. Uh, this is the TJ and In Show. Tyler here with Josh and Nick. Everybody's had a bit of a shit show week, so we're going to go ahead and call this episode a train wreck. A lot of tangents. Uh, just hope you guys have as much fun as we're about to. Dumpster fire. I was muted. That's really funny, guys. Uh, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll just cut that five minutes of silence down to a few seconds. We'll get the same effect. That's pretty funny. Uh, welcome, yeah. We had a tough week. We're here to just just do it, you know? Just do it. We are now part of the Nike ad campaign. Of just, just do, do it. it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Just do it. Uh, yeah, we mostly just have some fun happenings for you guys uh, this week. I got a couple Am I the Assholes and then Nick's running trivia. So it's going to be lots of fun. Yes. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and dive into it. First, I want to talk about this Gabby Petito case. Now, unfortunately, uh, it being a dumpster fire episode, I don't know the timeline of the Gabby Petito part of the case, more just the Brian Laundry manhunt. That's more where I picked up on the whole shebang. But Brian Laundry, Gabby Petito, they were engaged. Uh, they were doing the whole van life thing. Uh, then towards the beginning of September, Gabby's parents get some cryptic message from her about not having service. And then that's the last thing ever, ever. She goes missing and Brian just takes her van and just drives back to his parents' house like nothing happened. They go on a camping trip and then before the authorities can get a hold of things and get in contact with him, he decides to go on a solo camping trip. Uh, so I guess I should clarify. They were in the like western part of the United States in like uh, Nevada, Utah, that area, you know. <clears throat> and then his parents live in Florida, and that's where the manhunt took place was in Florida. Uh, so basically after that, you know, the parents like, we don't know anything. He just, you know, he went camping and we haven't heard from him. So then the FBI spent $1.2 million over a month looking for the man dog the bounty hunter got involved you know i feel like you have everyone knows something about this case at this point you know it's been so blown out um below and then you know so everyone you know is under the impression i don't want to say everyone but i i mean you all we're all thinking that he murdered her you know because before she went missing they had a domestic dispute call where they were separated for a night by the police and this and that so my guess would be domestic assault gone domestic assault gone uh you know bad and she ended up dead and he freaked out and drove away and then decided to run from the police you know and after this manhunt and all these sightings everyone's saying they've seen him all over the united states and you know down in mexico and this and that and uh you got these TikTok psychics calling the FBI tip line, plugging it up. <clears throat> and my, my favorite thing, a little tangent on this, is I found this guy on TikTok called Not Brian Laundry, And he looks just fucking like the dude. 
he looks like he could be his twin. And that was his whole TikTok. He's like, I'm about to have to fly across the country for a wedding while everyone's looking for this dude that looks just like me. What do I do? It's fine. So he like ended up just putting on a mask and sunglasses, you know, and just covering up his face as much as he could when he was in the airports. Uh, but so after the FBI has been looking, you know, for a month and spending millions of tax dollars to find the man, uh, his parents are like, well, we want to join the search. And they go and they go search somewhere that has previously been searched, but the area was underwater. But they were searching in canoes with cadaver dogs and things of the such. And I don't you know. I, I'm not. I'm not a. I don't know much about cadaver dogs. But everything I've seen on the internet says they can detect through water. You know, usually. So they go, and within 30 minutes of them searching, they find uh, a dry bag with Brian's notebook and some other stuff in it, and then a body's found. I want to say like 30 yards away. Maybe it was more. Uh, the body was bones. It was a partial skeleton is what they found. Um, and it was identified by dental records to be him, but to be Brian Laundry. So you have all these people. You have, of course, now the conspiracy theories start. And me, I think it's just so unsatisfied, unsatisfying if this is, if this is the truth. Because from what I've seen on the internet, it takes three weeks to seven years for a body to fully decompose the man was missing for a month so like that's kind of close but he was in florida and the body was supposedly submerged and freshwater with gators probably yeah the them gators ate him hot humid climate which all hated decomposition decomposition of the cellular makeup of the skin and tissue. I want to see the body. I don't know. I want DNA testing. They have the bone there. They could do that. I don't believe these two bozos could fake dental records. But I also believe that the FBI is willing to accept a cover-up after they've spent this much money searching for this fucking random-ass dude and they couldn't find him. Well, I know That's this much. I have only seen dental records be forged like actual like a dental forgery done in a movie and it was only one movie so i don't even know if anything like that's actually fucking possible i i don't i don't so when i say that i don't think like some people think he went to mexico and got all his teeth ripped out and then they found somebody to put them in some random person's skull yeah i think it's i think it's much more likely that they got falsified records from the dentist i think that'd be easier to fake than placing the teeth in someone else's skull just to get records of whatever skull you're using and say this is him pretty extreme you know what i mean it is i don't know and just thinking about that you know he was only missing for a little while but he you know he was down south and he was in fresh water and all this and that and there's so many things that play into the factoring of the possibility of the decom- uh, decomposition of the body, you know, accelerating. But he was just a man that we could not find. Yeah, he wasn't some like. He wasn't. I trained. mean, he was. I mean, yeah. he was. A, he was a camper. He was an outdoorsman. But so he, I guess that's all it takes, apparently, <laughs> to evade the fucking FBI. To not just the FBI, the the country. 
Like, oh, the fucking bounty hunter. Yeah, I mean, it was all over TikTok, all over the news. I mean, all over every social media platform. And he was evading the country. And granted, you have to think, was it because of the influx of false information that was coming in, the false sightings, all this and that? Did that play a factor into him, you know, staying at large for a longer period of time? Do you know what's crazy, though? They have found nine bodies looking for him. Like, they're all, like, missing persons and, like... I'm not saying they're related or anything, but the fact that they've been looking so hard, they've found nine other bodies. That's How crazy is that? Have you guys heard any of the conspiracy theories around this case and around him? No, I have not. Apparently, they found two girls uh, murdered in the same place, uh, same area Gabby was found dead. She was strangled to death, so she was obviously murdered too. But, uh, so some people were saying that he was a fucking serial killer. And that Gabby found out, and then he killed her. Because apparently there's, like, missing persons that light up with the stops on their road trip they took. Uh, then there's this Around whack-ass the theory. Time. Yeah. Ooh, that's kind of trippy, though. It is. It's kind of coincident. Yeah. And then there's some whack-ass video. Someone flew a drone over their, his parents' house during the manhunt. And everyone was fucking convinced it looks like a hand reaches out of the garden. the garden bed. It takes something from the mob. So they think he was in some fucking underground bunker or something like that. But here's the thing. Like, there wanted there'd be records. You can't just build a bunker in your house. You ever heard call 811 before you dig? What do you think that is? Okay. <laughs> and two, they're in fucking Florida. The soil is not good for yeah. bunkers or basements or anything like that. Yeah. This is true. We don't, so, we don't have any type of basements or anything. Actually, that's awesome. Actually. Uh, can well, I, uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Can I just say the dog, the bounty hunter thing, in my opinion, was just a fucking publicity stunt? It definitely was, man. But what if you would have found him? I mean, you can't. Like, dog is a fucking reality TV show. The man has put thousands of criminals in jail, though. Like He has. Yeah. But, I yeah. mean. If you do something enough times, you have to get good at it, right? Yeah. But the thing is, Dog the Bounty Hunter also kind of fell off a little bit. It's once publicity his, stuff. Once his, once his wife passed away. Like, his first wife passed away from cancer. And now to come, to be invited on the largest uh, manhunt that we've seen it, in our time. It's, yeah. I mean, of course he's going to be there. Of course. Um, listen, though. I mean, have you guys seen the video of him? I saw a bunch of people, like him and Dr. Phil, both made videos to Brian. And one, the dog one, it was so funny. He just he's, freaks out. He's like, he's like give Brian. yourself to me, Brian. He's, he's like, Brian, I'm talking to you. So give yourself to me, Brian. Where are you? He's screaming. And then Dr. Phil's like, now, Brian, if you're listening to this, what I need you to do is you need to turn yourself in. Now, you might have made a mistake, we could fix this out, and I promise you, you're not doing anybody any good by running. And I'm like, yeah, man. If I was Brian Laundry and I, Dr. Phil said that to me, I would turn myself in right away, immediately. It's fucking ridiculous. Tyler, you're such a hardened criminal, as we've all found out from listen, past listen. podcast stories. I, such a hardened criminal. I have... No doubt in my mind that it wouldn't even take Dr. Phil to speak to you directly through TikTok for you to turn yourself in. 
Uh, man, I'm definitely more of a suicide by cop kind of guy, I think. Holy shit, you're so right. <laughs> you said, shoot me! Shoot me! Hey, listen, I saw a video of that once. It's this standoff, right? And this dude comes out of this house, and he's, the cops are all there, and he's like, shoot! Shoot me! Come on! Shoot me! And you just hear thunk. Ugh, and the guy just screams up, bloody murder. They shot him square in the nuts with one of those 40 Mike Mike beanbags. Oh, my so God. And they just bad. rushed That's him and so cuff funny. him up. That video is awesome. I, uh, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I was just going to say there's uh, I, I was pretty convinced that with how long everyone had been searching for him and, you know, all the, like, you know, false sightings and stuff, you know, supposed false sightings. I uh, I had always been under the assumption that the dude just killed himself. I mean, he had a track record with mental illness and he, maybe just, he, did. Uh, and he was just unstable. So well, I, I imagine in the next couple of weeks, we'll find out what's in his journal. I imagine there's probably, if he killed himself, there's probably a suicide note in there. I mean, assuming that's even his stuff, man, you know? It's I true. So. I, I it is pretty. I get to it's so, learn all the nasty details. It's so whack that they just went out there and found it in a half hour. Like, they just. After like, over a month of searching. It's just, yeah. It's it too says. suspicious. It's pretty wild, though. Uh,. This is a big thing for me. I like, I love true crime. I don't like the whole active case true crime, though. I don't like all the internet sleuths. Like, it's fun. It's okay. And it's fun to talk about your theories, you know, whatever. For people to be actively calling the FBI hotline, being like, I saw Brian Laundrie in a dream and he was at Disney World. It's just like, don't do that. Don't do that. You're done. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that's, that's too much. You see, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I can't wait to find out more, though. It'll be pretty fun. Pretty interesting. That's if they decide yeah. to tell us. You're right, but now I'm... I feel like the public's too invested now that we have to, like, know. Yeah. They told us about aliens. They have to tell us about this. I mean, they discussed but, UFOs, confirmed UFO sightings. They didn't say shit about aliens. I mean, it's the same vein. They basically said, yes, UFOs do exist. What they are, who knows? But, uh, like... It's a cover-up. It goes back to my my Kennedy conspiracy conspiracy for me. I just think, if there's a cover-up to be had to make them not look like a bunch of bubbling idiots, they're going to go for it. You know what I mean? Like, Like, because how bad does the FBI look right now? How much money they spent and manpower and time they spent looking for this dude. And then his parents it's go out and find him in 30 minutes. 30 fucking minutes. Some people were saying that they were in contact and they got scared when he didn't talk to them so they went to go find him. So you think, what What, what do you mean? He turned to a skeleton in three days? I was what just you, what about, you about to say like? that. So basically, he was stripped of all of it. Maybe he was dissolved in acid. And the only thing that was left was bones. I want to see the bones. If the bones are like fucked up then that makes it more believable for me, like gators and other things, you know. But, like, I don't know. We, we may never know. Um, 
I have another fun one for you guys. Another little internet happening. So you guys ever heard of Pokey Princess or Digital Princess? Negative. No. So she's a, I want to say she's a Twitch girl. She was Pokey Princess and then Nintendo sued her for using the Pokey thing. So then she's Digital Princess, right? So she was like a Twitch girl. Uh, and... My apologies, I have to keep blowing my nose. Um, she also does the whole OnlyFans, the accounting thing, right? So uh, she got, the cops were called on her for child neglect. Uh, basically, her neighbors found her four-year-old kid outside in the middle of the night. He's like, I don't know where my mom is. They call the cops, and then she comes back, and she says that she was running a 7-Eleven to get some uh, laundry detergent. But she's dressed in a party dress, a short little black dress, has her makeup all done. And the laundry detergent she has is like a store size, not like the 7-Eleven size, and it's half empty. And she's like, I was going to go buy that. I was just gone for a few minutes. It's right down the road. Come to find out after they questioned her, her story breaks down, and she was at a party 20 minutes away and uh, just left her kids, you know, to go Where party or get... Or get some dick. He was asleep at home, but he woke up. By himself? By himself. Fucking. You make the dick come to you, lady. You don't do that. Isn't she, uh, like, half famous? Yeah, she's pretty famous. She makes a good amount of money. I don't know how many OnlyFans subscribers she has, but she's big on, she was big on Twitch for a while. Holy shit. 20 minute away party and left her four-year-old kid at home by but herself? But it gets better. Oh. The case got thrown out. I don't know why, but it got thrown out. So she makes this comeback haha haters video where she's in front of the same 7-Eleven in some sports car wearing the same dress. And it's like that 6ix9ine song where it's like, haha, you're mad, stay mad, whatever, you know. And she's like, my case got dismissed. You're all haters. I'll be releasing my statement on, what's today? What's October 23rd? My public statement. No such says statement, not apology, first off. And then come to find out, she's posting that statement on her OnlyFans. So you have to pay to see it. So she's trying to capitalize on the situation and make a bunch of money. Right. But I follow this guy on TikTok. Okay. I want to say his name is like that Danes, Danes guy. It's not Danish, but it's like Dane SH guy. Right. He's like, I don't know, man, a troll for good. Uh, the one thing that's really bad, you could say it's bad. It's kind of it's toxic. It's funny. It's I don't know. It's toxic. Okay. Uh, he finds people who died of COVID and shows their anti-COVID posts and then shows their obituary and is like, eh, what happened? Uh, and then every time people talk about beating their kids online, he basically doxes them. You know, finds their Facebook, finds their info, and reports them to their local CPS. Which I think is pretty funny. Um, that is pretty funny. But him and his followers mass reported her OnlyFans, so it got shut down before she could release her statement and make any money off it. Hell yeah! So I thought that was pretty cool. Hell I was yeah. like, oh yeah, good shit. Hell yeah! Fuck that bitch. It's <laughs> <sighs> fucking wild. The digital princess has been dethroned. Dethroned. I want to know why the case got thrown out. I bet it was like, uh, I can't, like a 
um, like a mistrial. That's the wrong terminology. Like maybe one of the cops made a mistake in the investigation. You know what I mean? And that's why it got thrown out. I'm curious to see. Or maybe she's just innocent and we're all wrong. We're just dragging this poor girl through the mud for no reason. Eh, doubt that. But she gives off bad mom vibes. She I'm going to say she gives off. Cookie Monster sweatpants, hot Cheetos, girl vibes. Yeah, I just I just looked her up and I I agree. She does give off bad mom vibes. Uh-huh. I didn't even know she like it doesn't even it's not prevalent in any of her like online uh, postings that she even has a kid. So for that uh, to, for that to even happen, that's crazy. I need to find uh my other. My other thing. Can we talk about what happened to you just a little bit ago real quick? Me? Yeah. Vegas, baby. You no, mean... no, no. I no, I mean the, the picture you <laughs> you received. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we were sitting here before we had to do a a good old hardcore restart, you know, as uh lovely technical issues arise and uh things popping up. And I'm sitting here and I see a fucking dick come across the screen <laughs> on my phone. I'm like, what is this? Okay. So I open it up and it's, it's some, some guy on Reddit, uh, that posted a picture of his dick. Now here's what we just found out. Okay. Well, not us. I mean, maybe us. Cause I shared it of course, but I just, to me, when I opened it, it's under my messages in, in Reddit. I don't ever really use Reddit for really anything except doing some uh, additional research or whatever. So I'm looking, I'm looking through this, and it's under the messages tab, and it's this guy's just fucking laying out, dick hanging out, and it's a, and it's a, it's a, it's just a full body picture. I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I share it over, and then I'm looking a little closer to the picture, and it says it's posted in really really inspecting it <laughs> really like fine details you know and i'm i'm looking and at the bottom i see it's posted in the subreddit is b r slash bhm bhm yeah so i i look at i'm like what the fuck is that so i share it with tyler and nick and you know we're we're inspecting it and tyler's like you know this stands for what is it big hairy man big big hairy males big males. hairy men okay so we're, i'm like okay and then so I was like, okay, send me a screenshot of, of how it came to you. Come to find out, apparently this is in my activity, uh, or recently searched. <laughs> so I it guess was suggested content. Suggested contact, <laughs> and I guess this, and that's the only thing that's in it. There's nothing just else. That one, just that one. Just that one post <laughs> is the only thing that's in that. I've also have had my Reddit for seven years, and there's nothing else in it. And I'm talking. <laughs> In all of my history, like going through the history on Reddit, going through everything on here, it's the only thing that's that's in here are like uh, Podbean, you know, Spotify, a bunch of podcast <laughs> stuff, uh, Wall Street bets, you know, just like just random stuff that I, that I've done research on uh, that I've used Reddit for. And the thing is, is, Reddit is not one of those things that I use every day. I use Reddit probably maybe once a month, and that's if I have to look something up or if I want tips for something. So it's crazy that that popped up on my screen. It was so funny. 
I'm glad that I was able to share it with you guys, and I'm glad that you're going to be cursed by the uncircumcised penis that this male that this man sent to me, or that was suggested to me by Reddit. So. I just want, just want you all to know, if I could post it to the Facebook page, I would post it to the Facebook page. <laughs> I, I highly recommend nobody ever looking at this. <laughs> That's awful. Imagine, see, now you know how all those poor girls feel. They get the unsolicited dick pics. I just love the attention. I'm not gonna lie. I just love I'm, I'm I've glad, never understood that. I'm glad that 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 they were thinking of me, and I never, and their thoughts so provided funny. this photo. Like I've never understood that in any in any circumstance. Like I guess maybe if you're like with somebody for a long time or whatever, you know, you're married or you've been in a long term relationship, then it can be acceptable that's your kind of dynamic you have but like the main two instances are or three instances are one it's the first thing you say to a girl which i just do not understand that thought for us <laughs> two you message her a couple times she has an answer and then you drop it which is even worse than the first one i feel like because <laughs> she's just not she's not gonna say man she didn't see my message here, let me just show her my cog. Like it's, it's like it's an icebreaker. That's what. That's like, what. That's all it is. Just an icebreaker. And the third one, which is the most interesting, I think, is where you're talking, and then you just randomly pop it out, just randomly like, oh, you know, which twenty questions, you know, what's your favorite color? Yeah, what kind of music? Let's do dick pic. You know, it's like what's like why? It's like no one, no one wants to see a dick unprovoked. I don't think I've ever heard of an incident, <laughs> an incident of twenty questions where a dick pops up. <laughs> okay, question number thirteen. Do you like my dick? I mean that that seems prevalent, right? I mean that's within the parameters of the game. That is horrible. <laughs> I feel like the same. This might be a conflicting interest, but I feel like the same dudes that send unsolicited dick pics are the ones that ask for a hug. Uh-huh. Like they'll send they'll they'll just send you a dick pic randomly and then at the end of the night they'll be like and they'll text you on the way home like can i get a hug when i drop you off like, like you're in middle school that makes me uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> you you saying on your way on your way home he texts you and asks you for a hug <laughs> you guys are in the same car yeah yeah i'm just saying that makes me uncomfortable for sure it's uncomfortable um another Another news happening that I have. You guys hear about Alec Baldwin recently? What he did? Oh, he uh, shot that poor girl. He shot that poor girl on set. Uh, so basically, what what happened was their union people on set were complaining that safety measures weren't being taken, specifically with the firearms, and they had already had like a two misfires the day before, I think on guns that they said were not loaded or cold, whatever terminology you want to use. So all those union people walked out. They are packing their stuff up and leaving because it wasn't the same environment to work. So they just hired a bunch of locals to do the job. Uh, then one of the producers handed him the gun and said it was cold. You know, it was checked. And then he shot and it killed the... I can't even think of her name, unfortunately. I'll have to find it. Uh, he killed the head cinematographer and critically injured the director. I think he is uh, out of the hospital now, though. That's fucking crazy. Here, here's, here's the thing, though. Like, 
that that's not on him in my opinion right am i wrong uh i, I don't think you're okay i, I mean say... if you're, your hand i mean you're shooting a fucking movie for god's sakes how do yeah. live rounds even get involved i exactly. uh, i want to say the blanks are considered live rounds also Regardless, man, that's yeah, but crazy. A, but a blank isn't going to. How many years have we been making fucking movies and then no one's been shot by a live round this until now? Before. This has been. This it's has a branded, branded. I mean, lead. I don't doubt that it's happened, but I'm just saying. Well, how many fucking years have we been making movies with yeah. guns in them, and then this is just—it's 2021. So, how are we doing this? What happens is the is the the blank fragments when it's fired and the barrel's not cleared afterwards. So when the next one's fired, those fragments turn into projectiles. Yeah, except this was an actual... Fi- this was a projectile. This was... Was a, it a, like a live round? This was round, a live, live round. round. This was a, 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 a bullet. How does that even happen? How does that even happen? That's what I'm saying. How like, does a live round get into a movie set unless to... someone wanted someone dead? It's, or Or somebody wanted to prove a point. Apparently it's protocol that he's not allowed to check the gun. Which I think that is not right. I think anybody who handles the firearm should. Yeah, that's like gun ownership one hundred and one. Apparently, it's supposed to be checked and cleared twice before it's handed to him. So in theory, he should never be have to, but I think he should. I think be troubled with it, right? Yeah, basic gun safety is you should check it. You know what I mean? But in theory, no, it's not his fault. He's probably pretty traumatized by the whole thing, mostly. I mean, he didn't want to kill that poor girl. When you accidentally uh, murder someone unknowingly, yeah. Her name was uh, Helena Hutchins. She was 42. But, like... What was the movie? Rust. Uh, Rust. I don't know what that is, though. Yeah, Maybe. I imagine it's on going to be on a huge delay. I imagine so. If, if it, it even finishes, if, I was gonna say if it even comes out, how do you finish the movie now? Like, how yeah. can you get back on set and recover from that? Uh-huh. I, I, he honestly, has to live with that for the rest, rest of whatever of life, remaining yeah. years he has of his life. I, I'm, I'm, not to be like really dark about it, but I don't foresee many more years on him. On in a situation like that, it's almost like. That has to shave ten years off your life. Just the stress alone of that. Yeah, kind of... I mean, I mean, I mean, Alex not getting any younger. This right, is exactly. he's not old. He's not like Crypt Keeper old, but right, he's not young. He's not but spry. This is one of those situations where it wasn't even an accident. It wasn't on purpose. It wasn't an accident. At the very least, it was neg- negligence. Exactly. Like at the very least, it was somebody like, not doing their job. And I feel bad. I feel kind of bad for the armorer lady. Everyone's dragging her through the mud because apparently she went on a podcast saying that she almost didn't take the job because she didn't feel ready. And apparently that she's the first line of defense, if you will. She's the first one to check and clear the weapon, and then somebody else also checks and clears the weapon before it's handed to the actor. From my understanding. So the armorer is literally that exact title. So what you think of an armorer? That's exactly what she does. It is 100% her fault. She she loaded that weapon. So crazy to me. In something, it's whatever chain of events that happened, she basically loaded a live round into a prop gun. I wonder I wonder if someone's going to see the inside of a jail cell over this. 
I don't even know. I, I'm so, like, this. Well, Hollywood is so secretive, and you mm-hmm. know what I mean, like. Well, it's because it's all movie magic. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing shit on. I'm seeing articles saying shit like, the camera crew walked off before the shooting. Uh-huh. That's Fucking, the union guys I was talking about. Yep. This, uh, this, uh, you know, people are saying he ignored the number one rule of gun safety, which we just covered a second ago. Um, the armor, uh, I'm not even, her name's Hannah Reed. I'm not going to try and pronounce her hyphenated bullshit, but Hannah Reed once gave unchecked gun to 11 year old actor, according to one report. Um, uh, the armor says she wasn't ready, quote unquote, for last job. Like what the fuck is this? It's gonna, it's gonna, there's gonna be so much blame that's gonna shift between all these different people to oh, yeah. before, have, so, before something, something even happens. I mean, any given major motion picture, you have hundreds of people all working and turning the gears to achieve one thing, which is to shoot, you know, a film. And the scene they were shooting was probably 30 seconds worth of film. And that's that was, it was literally that shot. I mean, yeah. like, because the it way was it, probably a quick cut of him shooting the gun. It was probably just a close up of him shooting, like a nothing ex- shot. That's exactly what it was. That's why it. That's, that's why it killed the uh, cinematographer or whatever, whatever that is, uh, because it was just a. It was just a, a, a basically a. Uh, what do they call it? A, a quick scene. cut. I mean, yeah, it like was, a, they uh, seemed exactly a change. A yeah. quick, a quick scene, and that's that's all it was. And he literally just pulled the trigger and blew somebody away. And but the thing is, is if it's true that it's protocol that these actors do not check the gun, how is he at fault? Like he has, he literally has no fault in this. I saw people on TikTok, granted, it's in the comments on TikTok, were saying that he could be fired or fined for checking the gun because he's not authorized to handle it in that manner, only to point and shoot. Exactly, and if that if that is true, if that is the actual case, that man pulled the trigger and killed somebody for somebody else. Like, but I, it just it's wild to me that you, that you see that like he can't check the gun, he's not qualified, and you have the other end of the spectrum where like Keanu Reeves, who is overqualified in firearms. For his he role. is literally John fucking Wick. Like he is literally. an operator tier, yeah. like warrior with those firearms. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I, I totally get it. It's just I don't know if I would be able like better him than me because I couldn't be a puppeteer in that sense. Every gun that I pick up, I always check, no matter what it is. It's not just for my safety, but it's for the, for the safety of people around me. It's just like people who. Accidentally shoot and kill their wives, right? So well, including their gun or themselves. Yeah, like uh, just going off on a small tangent here. Uh, there's there's somebody that we know uh, who was in the military and he was an MP in the military for about 25 years. He worked the gate. This man is a trained operative. Okay, so I'm I mean this man has done multiple tours being an MP, meaning that he polices the highly trained operatives. To quote, right? to quote Tom Cruise is, 
I'm just like any other cop, except all of my bad guys are trained killers. Exactly. This man was at his house. He has been on the force for 20 years at this point. Is cleaning his gun in the kitchen and blows his, his wife's head off with his service firearm. He has never had a misfire once in his entire career. Not one single time. One moment of complacency with a firearm, man. Is all it. But see, the thing is, him and his wife were having some marital issues. Ooh. And he talked about how it would, how easy it would be if his wife were no longer around. This man shot and killed this lady, blamed it on a misfire, got to stay in the service, and collected her life insurance. That's something fishy. You have to tell me who that is off air. I feel like I've heard this story before. It is absolutely bonkers. I have an opposite end of the spectrum. This is a bonkers story that I heard on the internet once. Uh, A man was cleaning his twenty-two, and, air quote, shot himself in the head. What had happened was his wife shot him in the head with her twenty-two while he was cleaning his gun, and it didn't kill him. It just ricocheted and lodged at the top of his skull. Basically scalped the poor dude. And they somehow came to the agreement that they weren't going to tell anybody. That he shot himself while he was cleaning his gun. And they went to the ER and that's the story they gave. But somehow it unraveled and it came out that she shot him. And he was just like, oh, I I deserve it, I guess. That was pretty funny, huh? You got me, Barry. Well, you know, <laughs> tag your it. <laughs> if it if if the projectile was lodged in the top of of the top of his skull, that means she was across the room. Somebody knows that that lady shot him. He knows. They both know. She went to jail over it once it came out because she she had to because see twenty twos just like nine millimeters, they're they're small. But they're fast, so they make holes in you, right? Where like a forty-five, it's a lar- it's a larger round. That's gonna that's gonna cause some damage. Now the thing is, is with a small caliber round through the skull, if it can go through the skull, you're, it's not gonna go out. It won't it won't be you know a, a in and out. It did it did pierce the skull though. exactly. So that twenty-two, the only way that you can get a twenty-two through your skull is if it is pressed against your forehead. Wild. Just ricochets off. Exactly, it just ricochets. So that's why, like, that's why you'll see a lot of people who get shot in the face with twenty-twos. They'll they'll survive because our bones and our face and head are stronger than uh, than the projectile itself. It'll just get lodged somewhere else. Granted, it's going to cause a little little bit of pain, but you're going to live from it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's crazy, isn't it? Fucking it's just, bonkers. It's just like people who uh, shoot each other with with a uh, bulletproof vest on. Uh, do you see those? Uh, <laughs> some guys got arrested for that in 2019. Yeah, they were shooting each other with bulletproof vests, and they both got arrested. And it's like, why? They were all consenting adults. You're How right. about the other one, where this this was? I want to say 2017, 2018. It might be 2016. This lady and this man were husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, were trying to start their YouTube career. And they they were convinced that a phone book would stop a desert eagle. 
So she shot her husband in the fucking chest and killed him in their backyard because it passed right through that fucking phone book because it's a 50 caliber round. And I'm sure she went to jail too. Holy but she, shit. I mean, how horrible is that though? Because she didn't mean to. She, she's just dumb. She thought it would work. She okay. thought it was going to be okay. She I, accidentally killed her boyfriend I and then had it. to go to prison. I get it, but you should have shot that phone book first. You think so? <laughs> you would think that you would test it. That is crazy. It's like putting blind faith and a into a fucking phone book <laughs> against a fifty caliber <laughs> weapon. Darwinism, is, man. Is yeah, that's exactly that's <laughs> the only excuse you can really have about that. Is this is. This is Darwinism working its beautiful magic. Stupid people kill themselves with guns all the time. All the time. So, like, as somebody who wears, you know, who who has worn body armor before. Every day you just walk, you just wear a plate (laughs) carrier to the grocery store. No, I just wake up and that's all I wear to work. (laughs) Sitting at my desk inside my house. You work from home. You wear a plate carrier. (laughs) Uh, But as somebody who wore, you know, body armor. The the actual soft body it says it can stop up to uh, a forty you know forty five even a a, a thirty eight special or thirty uh, out six right. It's not going to be fun though. It's not going to be fun. No. I saw I saw someone said on TikTok, just because your steel plate can take fifty rounds doesn't mean you can take fifty rounds while wearing it. Yes. So this this armor that I have right is rated up it's it's considered 3a plus so that's the type of of coverage it it gets which is basically any small small arms so basically any like uh sidearms fire any small firearms now i have watched videos of people shooting this this specific type of body armor that i have and it's stopping a point blank uh, 12 gauge slug. It stopped a point blank uh, Desert Eagle round. It also stopped a uh, 5.56 round from about 20 yards. Now, would I ever stand behind that? No way. If I ever saw any of those, those you know, firearms coming out, I know I'd be dead. I would just assume I'm dead. If I if I live by some miracle, hell yeah, I'll 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 save that and frame it. But I know the only thing that I can go up against is small arms. Uh-huh. But that's that's just like those things are tested, and this yeah. is this is for sure what they'll stop. It might stop something else, but this is for sure what it will stop. That phone book it's... is not even nowadays phone books are not even good enough for uh, the strongman contest ripping it in half speaking of did you guys ever see those christian strongmen like it was a bunch of like bodybuilders basically ex-convicts and drug addicts who are now addicted to bodybuilding and having eating disorder who would just do stuff like that they would like go to churches and they would rip phone books in half and they would like break giant ice blocks and like holds fucking center blocks on their chest while another one breaks with a sledgehammer, you know, just generic strong guy shit. But then they would, after each one, they would go, thank you, God. I can do this because of the power of the Lord. And like, no. 
I've never seen it. Was, it was a trip, man. It was like, I don't even know. The Christians, they ruin everything. Christians. They take everything and they just ruin it. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Um, on another note, speaking of guns, uh, another weird one is this. This is another, I want to say 2016, where this dad killed himself in a baby gender reveal with Tannerite. They shot something with Tannerite, and the shrapnel came back and killed him for a fucking gender reveal. That's another thing that, that kills a lot of people is gender reveals. <laughs> Dude, do some balloons or something, okay? Something simple, no fire, no projectiles. You don't need any like, of that. A confetti cannon, like a handheld confetti cannon or uh-huh. something. You easy don't have to peasy. blow cars up. No, no, you don't. No one cares about your kid that much. I'm sorry. And that's coming from someone that has one and a half. No one cares about your kid that much. You have to understand that you're the only person that really cares about your kid. That's so, a good way to I mean, that's not true. Like, obviously, you're friends and family, but, no, like, no, nope, it's nope, not worth... Care. You already said it. They it's not care. worth Nobody blowing up a car. I mean, that's a pretty cool way, though. Honestly, I didn't like the gender reveal. With our first one, we just found out what it was. I was content. I was content with that. I didn't like not knowing very much. I mean, then, I, I mean, then we, you know, we found out. But, like... What about your gender reveal this time? Did you like that? Yeah, that was pretty cool, because they pranked us, right? So, like, we had, like, this bag of balloons strung up that we were supposed to open, and that was going to be it. And we opened it, and blue and pink balloons fell out. And we're like, what the fuck? Twins, what? You know, like, what the fuck? And then uh, my dad and my sister's boyfriend were behind us with these loud-ass confetti powder cannons and they snuck up behind us and shot those off and scared us and they were pink so that was pretty cool gotcha. but look no one no one died nothing caught on fire like easy easy uh sorry to break the fourth wall nick are you alive i think he's alive yeah looks alive he looks he's moving Okay. Do you have anything to you have anything to add on the gender reveals? Okay. <laughs> good. Good. That's a hot take. That might get us canceled. It's okay. I'll just edit it out. It'll sound like you didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, gnarly. I. How about what did you, did you guys do a gender reveal, Nick? Cool. Honestly, we're going to have to edit that one out, too. That sounds a little racially motivated, if I'm being honest. We'll have to unpack that one later. I genuinely can't tell if he's fucking with us or if he's asleep at this point. He's sleeping. You think he is? Yeah. He's not even, like, okay. Well, let's just, um... What a, what a dumpster fire episode this is. Let's... <laughs> Let's finish it out. This is this is good. This is good content. What's our time? Where are we at? Forty seven. Forty seven. We can make it to an hour, right? That's that's a good sure. We can we can uh do you wanna discuss these I cannot believe he's asleep. This is the funniest <laughs> thing that has ever happened. You know, he's fallen asleep a couple times playing games too. Yeah, but but he, <laughs> he just said he said no, 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 no. This is going to be completely effortless. 
<laughs> he said he's, that he's dreaming about us right now because he's so near us talking. He said the only thing keeping me awake is this bright white screen, and I really I can't I can't see it in his sunglasses. I can see it in his sunglasses. Can oh yep there it is yeah yeah. <laughs> the screen went away. He hit his twenty four hour mark. He just instantly passes out when the screen goes dark. It's That's... uncontrollable. That's so funny. This is good. Let's do these Am I the Assholes, if it'll let me. <clears throat> this one's pretty fun. I, I'm, a, I'm a little depressed because I wanted Nick's take on this. His boomer take. <laughs> boomer. This is, it, I love that he's still here. He's still actively a part of the podcast. He's just sleeping. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. Am I the asshole for shutting down access to my property and lake fund? Background. I recently purchased several acres of wooded property, a good portion of which juts out into a rather large lake. My peninsula gives me some great lakefront. There's a smaller strip of beach, that's in quotations, a dock, and a few boat slips. Because of the woods surrounding the lake, I'm the only one for several miles that has access to the water without going bushwhacking through the trees. Apparently, over many years, my neighbors have gotten used to taking their boats down my driveway to launch or going and spending time on the beach. I bought this place over the holidays and just recently moved in at the beginning of the summer. Before anyone introduced themselves to me, I was met with a regular stream of traffic cutting through my lot to get to the water. At first, I thought it, it was because I purchased the property and didn't, make, didn't move in right away that everyone just assumed the house was, land was vacant so they could take advantage until that changed. So I started walking out. When I saw people letting them know that I live there now and also making a point to make it obvious the house was lived in. Not much changed, so I got blunt and started asking people directly to not trespass on my property. I wish I could say that my direct approach solved the problem, but people would still trek right through. I put up fence and I put up signs saying private property, as well as a sign letting folks know that my dogs were on the property. Once I put the fence up, I started letting them, letting them the dogs, roam, roam the property and didn't want any trouble. Unfortunately... The neighbors took my friends and the dogs, despite the fact that I owned the dogs well before moving into the lot as an act of aggression. I had a neighbor come to my door and literally yell at me because my dogs barked at her kids when they tried to pull their raft up onto my beach. That same neighbor advised me that the lot has always been the neighborhood entrance to the lake. Apparently, a number of the neighbors built a fire pit and put tables and rocks and park-like features out there. In chatting with a couple of the friends I managed to make in my neighborhood, they confirmed what the neighbor said was true, that my property has always been more of a park than a private lot. Anyway, I feel bad for the convenience of the nearby lake access has been cut off. I live by myself, and I'm personally not comfortable with anyone and everyone just tracing through my yard. On one hand, I feel like I feel like it's absolutely my decision to restrict access to my lot. On the other, I'm wondering if I'm breaking some sort of unspoken rule of access that was established before I even got here. Am I the asshole for closing out my property? There's two updates. Uh, the one says uh, that she's not asking for legal advice. She has an attorney. Uh, actually, I shouldn't say she. I don't know if it's male or female. Uh, they said they have an attorney and they're well within their rights. And uh, it, says, it says she clarifies that they took letting the dogs out as a sign of aggression. They didn't literally take her dogs. Um, I feel like this is a tough one because it's like you know, she's not, or I don't know why I want to say she, probably because they say they live alone and they're afraid to have people 
which is a gender stereotype that I should break and become more progressive. Anyway, anyways, anyways, sorry. Uh, I feel like, no, I mean, the, the person has every right in the world to cut off their lot. It's unfortunate for everybody else, but I don't think they're an asshole. They bought the place and they just don't want to have a bunch of strangers around that they're technically liable for. I can see that. Um... Like, it, it sucks. I mean, like, of course, if you're on the other end of it, you'd be upset because you've had access to this lake for years and you put maybe you put time, effort, and money into the spot and now you're just cut off from it. But, like, I mean, I guess. So, my my take on this, right, is uh-huh. how close to the house is this? That'd be good to know. Because, uh, like, since she has several acres, exactly. What, what I what I would imagine is it's a nice property. So I would imagine she probably has a decent sized yard, and then it goes to the wooded area peninsula. But she she also switches at one point she's cutting through my lot, at one point cutting through my yard. Exactly. Because like thinking of this is not going to make any experience to any sense to anybody but me and you, but Robert. When we go fish, you can get to his lake without cutting through his yard. But you have to come through his driveway and through his lot. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? I, I imagine it's something like that where they probably have to go down her driveway past her house and past the yard to the lake area. So like for me, the way that I'm imagining this, right, is her house is way over here on the left. And the the little entranceway is way over here to the right. So it's like opposite side of her yard. Exactly. Like, right. Completely uh-huh. away from the house. But the thing is, is if this is already paved or like graveled or anything, unless she, unless she like paid for it, you know, I mean, well, she says that she owns up to the shorefront, like she owns the beach. So it's not like, the public lands caught off by her land. I just... It's just her land. I mean, if she owns this many acres, how many people are actually around her? How many people are actually using this? So I imagine there's like a small lake with a bunch of houses around it, but they all have their woods not yeah. kept. So they can't get to it. So, but, I mean, if... You, and that adds a whole other level of gray I don't, to I don't it. know. Like, the thing is, there's there's three easy ways to check this story. One she already did by checking with her friends. The second one was go down and see if there's like rocks and picnic tables and fire pits and stuff down there like they said. And then the third one is why don't you just knock on the neighbor's next door? Like, hey, is this something that is common? Like, Right. She says it's common. I, I get it. I mean, maybe I would probably compromise. I would probably. Because like there's a pond on nearby town called Cooper's that was closed down. But it's just someone's private place and they just set hours that you're allowed to be there. And like for the most yeah. part they did they never had to like really do anything, but they had to close it down uh twenty nineteen because people kept tearing the place up and fighting and shit, you know, as right. people do. Of course. So I mean I think a compromise would be something like that, you know, like but at the same time, I get it. Like she's a, she, it, like, it's every right, you know, yeah. to not want to have people there and to just live her life. And 
it, all these previous social contracts that were there are none of her business, none of her problem, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, I think it's more the, the family. There's no asshole. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's... I think it's more of the family aspect for me of, like, hey, why why wouldn't I share this experience? Especially if you live alone. If you love live thy al- neighbor and all that, yeah. yeah it, but the thing is, if you live alone, it's better to have partners in your community than to be shut out by everybody. Yeah, but but this is coming from the perspective of two big guys. Two big white guys yeah. that don't get bothered by anybody and can probably defend themselves. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, that's ima- true. Imagine if you're like a woman or a minority or both yeah. and you're in this new place by yourself and like I mean I can see it. I just I get that the so that the social contracts were not put in place by you and you had no actual written understanding of anything, even something like, hey, you know, we let we let the community utilize this part of the driveway to get back to the beach. You know, we don't we've never had a problem with that. It's up to you to keep it. But I don't think she's an asshole for putting up a fence or letting her dogs roam the property. I don't are they I don't think they're the asshole for any of that. Um I also don't think that they're the asshole for cutting off access either because it's it just sucks. You know what I mean? It sucks for the other people. It really just comes down to the kind of person that she is. No, I don't think those people have a right to come to her and yell at her. Oh I no, they're I, the I asshole. think that's kind of ridiculous. They yeah. Are, they are complete assholes. There's uh-huh. no reason for for them to come at her like that by any means. But uh yeah, it's it was just kind of I thought that was pretty. It's kind of like a big gray area, you know. Most of the am I the asshole posts are pretty like obvious, like just people looking for validation in their situation and things like that. <laughs> They're like like did I am I actually the asshole here? Or... Yeah. No, that's uh that's pretty gray. I, I think that's that's a really unique one, but I mean it's common too. Just be especially if there's like nothing around you. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. for me, I live by the ocean. That's not gonna bother me. <laughs> like your you're right. Your driveway is not gonna bother me. But if I lived like in Ohio where I was landlocked, pretty much, you know the, the only thing that's around me are, is your lake for the next you know hour two hours. That might affect me a little bit more. But at the same time, why don't why don't those people just come to her and be like, "Hey, let's be friends. My name is Josh. We're adults. Let's, I want you to feel comfortable with. I want with, you to yeah. feel comfortable so we can still use this. You know what I mean? Exactly. Something like that. Yeah. This other one's kind of funny. I think it's pretty much of a given, but it's kind of just ridiculous and it's funny. Am I the asshole for making my brother's fiance pee on herself because I was in the bath? This says I. 19, I use they, them pronouns. Since they specify it, we should try to use they, them. Uh, live with my mom. I live with my mom, my sister, my brother, and his fiance. Keep in mind, our house has four bathrooms. Some info. I not only have the only downstairs bedroom, but my room is the opposite side of the house from the kitchen. And by my room is one of the full bathrooms. When you walk out of the kitchen, you have to walk a few steps down the hallway, but the bathroom is much closer to the kitchen that bathroom is closer to the kitchen than the one by my room anyways lately i've been getting a ton of flare-ups shouldn't specify what not sure what it is but i've come to learn that oatmeal baths help a lot 
Today happened to be one of those awful days. I had a really bad flare-up. I got an oatmeal bath ready and announced to my sister and my brother's fiance, who were both cooking in the kitchen. I would be using that bathroom and got in. About a few minutes later, uh, my brother's fiance starts knocking on the door saying she has to pee and couldn't hold it. I told her I'm not exposing myself and she could go to the bathroom by the kitchen or upstairs. This went on for a short time. She kept knocking and said, I don't see the big deal. We have the same body parts. Maybe 30 seconds later, she stopped. and Then she started banging on the door, crying, saying she peed herself. And it's my fault. Flash forward to me out of the bath and she's still crying to my brother. And he told me I humiliated her. Here's where I'm being called the asshole. My brother and my mom are demanding I take her out to lunch as an apology. I told them I'm not apologizing because she all of a sudden has a weak bladder. There's been several times she's had to hold it and never had an accident any of those times. Am I the asshole here? No. 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 Not, there are other, the there are other bathrooms. There are other bathrooms, but it also sounds like uh, she walked past wants to see her naked. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? She walked past a closer bathroom. And they demanded to be let into the one that the that the and that you, they were in. And then you knocked on the door over and over again after being told no for thirty seconds. So if you if she says no, then go to the other bathroom. Exactly. It's just she, like she wanted. She wanted to see the goods. She wanted and, to see the. And, and, and so a, what? What do you think it is? Do you think it's like? Do you think it's like some weird fascination? Like oh, they're they them. I wonder what it's like. Like. Do you think it's like, like I, I don't want to assume they're trans, but that's kind of the usually what mm-hmm. is the they them. Uh, so I'm curious if there's just some weird dynamic there, or if maybe, maybe the girl just wants the attention of pissing herself and everyone feeling bad for her. Well, I mean, let's let's take a look at the bigger picture, right? Uh, Why is the brother and the fiance living in mom and dad's house with? four other siblings oh shut the fuck up joshua <laughs> <laughs> that is relevant to the story but is it like okay jo- do, okay why are brother and sister living with brother <laughs> <laughs> okay why is uh why is son and fiance living with sister and boyfriend because shit's tough out here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, it takes a village to raise a man child. Don't you know that? <laughs> My village has already passed. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I so can... stupid, isn't it? But see, can the thing is, the imagine? the whole statement of we have the same body parts that that makes is so me... disrespectful and uncomfortable. But see, that makes me think more along the lines of. They want to see you, right? Because exposed like that. I just, I wouldn't say that to somebody. Like, if it were a bad example, because neither one of us would really care. But like, if you were, if I were like Josh, I gotta go, and you were to, no, I don't want you in here. I'm shitting my brains out or whatever, you know. I'm not gonna be like, come on, bro. We both have dick and balls. Let me in. Like, no. Yeah, that's why that that's the thing. People are weird about bathrooms, especially with this trans movement, and like people are like afraid of trans people in the bathrooms. What the fuck do you do in the bathroom, dude? I go, go to the bathroom and leave. I don't make friends. I don't talk to anybody. I don't. It doesn't. I don't. I do my best to not look at anybody. Yeah. Else when I'm in the bathroom, I I don't get the 
I don't I don't get what the problem is. I don't get the fascination behind everything of oh, they are in they are in my bathroom, they are in the male's bathroom or they are in the female's bathroom. What the fuck does it matter? Just use the bathroom if, and get out. If Here's they the if they can you... use the urinal and they look like a a traditional female and they can use the urinal, what is it to you? If they pull out a huge fucking dick out of their skirt, okay? <laughs> you're jealous because they are wearing they're able to wear a skirt, feel comfortable in their skin, and you can't. You're over here with a little people, small pecker. People are they're not so much in arms about this anymore. But when they were people don't realize you've been using the bathroom with trans people for fucking forever. Mm-hmm. And you don't know because it's a fucking bathroom and you don't exactly. pay attention. Yep. This but is like see, Part of me thinks that with the with the with like the trans movement and everything, they just need to switch everything to toilets. Get rid of the urine. The stalls. Yeah. Like, or uh, yeah, I mean that's fine. Or like, do st- or do like porta potty style stalls. Yeah. With a urinal on the stall. But the thing is, like, what is the advantage to a urinal? Uh, I think it's it's less water. And less cleanup. If you're strictly, if it's a lot, like a lot of men mm. using the bathroom, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's less in, in like a public bathroom setting. I get that, but I don't like to me. But but even you could do it like this. You could do bathroom with urinals and without urinals. That's how you can define them. Oh yeah. That, you know what I mean. That's good too. Yeah, like and like I, of course, as I said, I watched the. Dave Chappelle uh, special on on Netflix, um, but like, what what is it protecting me? Like, what is it protecting? You're saying that this law protects me as a person in the bathroom that prevents from either you know a female or a male to come into the bathroom when I'm in my, I'm in the male bathroom, right? What it is is everybody has uh, there's this there's this fucking like crazy thing that all trans men are pedophiles and rapists and they just want to be trans to get in the women's bathroom and defile and are women and girls yeah exactly but the thing is it's just like it's just like everything else every literally every so and so is is a pedophile because they choose this this avenue or uh, they choose they do these actions so they're a pedophile and literally they're, they're not these like these people they feel comfortable in their skin as the way that they portray themselves so let them make the decision of where exactly. to go to the bathroom just fucking go to the bathroom and exactly. get out and... you know if i see somebody coming if i see somebody come in the bathroom and they look like a female i would say huh that's weird maybe they have a kid here Maybe they have. That's a, you're in the boys' room and you're a lady. <laughs> like maybe they have, you know, a spouse or something. Brianna got overly, overly intoxicated on Monday when we were in Vegas, and I was not going to second guess walking into that fem- into that lady's restroom. My wife was sick. She was not in the right mind, and I, I don't care. I would have walked in there. Uh-huh. 
you've been like just ladies they just open the door hey <laughs> my wife's in here uh i'm gonna come in and get her i'm really sorry i will give you a second to cover up or even better, you could be like, can you bring my wife out here? She's the drunk one with glasses. Like, <laughs> yes, I would probably do something along that, along those lines. That way I wasn't intruding on anybody's, per, like, privacy. Uh-huh. Being like, hey, like, you know, I worked in a prison for years. So I'm used to say, having to say, hey, mail on deck or mail in the restroom or whatever the situation is. Because those situations arise. So yeah, I would if that was if that was to happen. Lucky enough, she came out before that did. I would say like, hey, I'm a male is entering the restroom. I'm just getting my wife, or something of that nature. But like, I would just think because the thing is, it not everywhere has family restrooms. So what if they have a child in there? You ever walked in the wrong restroom? Yeah, when I was a little kid. I did that as uh, I think it was like eighteen or nineteen. I was just on my phone. It wasn't paying attention. And I just walked in, and there was, like, a lady washing her hands, and she went, oh, and I went, oh, <laughs> wrong one, and turned around and walked, <laughs> and walked out. I, uh, Same situation, I was in the mids, and a lady walked in, and I was washing my hands, and I went, oh, and she went, oh, wrong one, and walked in. <laughs> it's like... The only time I ever walked into, a, into the wrong bathroom was I was at Red Lobster with my grandma, and... The Red Lobster and Marion, the bathrooms are on the other side of the lobster tank, and I was standing there uh-huh. watching the lobsters. <laughs> Grandma already went into the bathroom and left and whatever, and I was like, I'm going to use the restroom. So I walk in, and I'm like, huh. I vividly, vividly remember this. Where's all the urinals? <laughs> That's and weird. And there's all stalls running up and down the wall. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I just you know, do my business. I go over and wash my hands. As I'm walking out, there's there's an older lady that walks in, and then I turn around and I'm just scared oh shitless. Oh my god! <laughs> and I uh, and I look and there's the triangle on the door, and I was like, oh no! And then I run <laughs> back to the back of the of the Red Lobster and I tell my grandma, and I thought I had cooties forever because I was like, I'm going to jail. I, the I, FBI is coming. I'm pretty sure I was like seven, maybe. That so, is so funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Oops. Um, one time we were we were camp. I got one more. We were camping at Cedar Point, and my little brother Cream uh, was fighting with my dad about something. I think he didn't want to go get changed or something like that. He didn't want to go to bed, so he was in trouble, and he was going. He stormed off from our camper to the bathroom, and it was a campground bathroom. So one side's male, one side of the building is ladies. You know, and he's wearing swim trunks. All he has is underwear. He's just going to go put on his underwear and then just wear those back, right? So he's mad. And he's fucking bumbling himself and he's stomping away. And we see him stomp right into the ladies' room. And like 10 seconds later, he comes peeling out of there fucking fast as hell, waving his underwear around, going, It's the ladies! That was the ladies' room! That's the ladies' room! And he just runs all the way around the bathroom with his arms in the air into the bedside. And then changes and comes back out. It was the funniest fucking thing. I remember that story. I have that ever so seen. Funny. That is so funny. It is pretty great. Uh, what's her time? One eleven. Okay. Uh, For all of we're, you we're, that you can that cannot see, Nick has officially slumped 
slumped down out of out of view. He is no longer able to be seen. Okay, okay. Um, I feel like I can make up a segment real quick. If you if you don't if you don't have any trivia, because uh, <laughs> our fearless leader was supposed to our fearless leader, yeah. But uh, um, as we can see, the dumpster fire has consumed Nick. Rest in heaven. Good night. Okay, how bad? How bad do you want to go? How bad? Because I have a, I have a lot of I have a lot of prompts. So like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to to scan. You want to do your? You want to do? Let's stay on the Halloween. Let's do this one's kind of not Halloween. What is the worst possible thing uh, you could think of to do on a boat? And what would you name said boat? What's the worst possible thing I can do on a boat? Uh-huh. Let's let's skip that one. Let's do another one. Let's do uh, what's your best saw trap? You got one of those? My best saw trap. Uh huh. Hmm. That's a good one. It's a pretty good one. Uh, I've actually thought about this a little bit. You know. Okay, go ahead. I kind of like uh. I like the give and take aspect of the one, right? So, like... In the bathrooms with the chains around their neck? No, I like the one where you gotta cut your flesh off and oh. put it in the, the thing. So, I think something something similar. Uh, but, like, you have... It's like a mini wood chipper, right? And under it is, like, a vial, like a glass jar on a scale, right? And, uh... You have to stick something in this little wood chipper to fill the jar with blood, which makes the scale go down. Which, uh, let's throw a twist on it. Let's say there's a key hanging in the air. You just can't reach it. And when that happens, the key, it drops. Uh, so you can get out because the walls have spikes on them and they're closing. So basically, it's stick your hand or foot in this mini thing. Uh, to get blood, to get the key, to get out, or get crushed by a spiky wall. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to go traditional saw route. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to have two people on tricycles. Uh, they are going to have a brace around them. Okay. So this is going to mm-hmm. be kind of like, if you remember when they were in the bathrooms and there was a chain that connected the two people and, you know, just some weird stuff happened, whatever. So it's going to be kind of the same route. They're going to be connected to the chain. The chain is going to be slack to start with. And there's going to be a key that will release them from the the, the brace that they're in, okay? Now, this chain is going to be pulling in one direction and whoever reaches the only way that you can reach the uh reach the key is by killing the other person because the spikes will have to drive through their body for it to become to uh basically come flush to the wall right so basically you have the walls here everything is set up and the spikes are back here the person on the tricycle and basically it's just going to be a if just imagine a a bed of nails right Mm -hmm. so it's going to be whoever can basically pull the other person's weight. It's like a big game of tug of war. Except they're on tricycles. 
so like, I have a question though. Yeah. What 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 are you gonna do about the traction for said tricycles? The, no no no. This is this the tricycle is just the effect of the saw, right? Just because okay. that like that's where the puppet the puppet is is on is a tricycle. Right, but aren't they playing tug of war on them? They are, but the tricycles are actually on like a motorized uh, track, so there's not gonna be really need to be traction. Because with every rotation, it clicks them up the track that can't go back. That okay. makes sense? Okay. Yep. Right. So, whoever wins, wins. And then, whoever gets up there can unlock themselves and run out the side door. Okay. I like it. I like it. A literal... So, are you going Are you gonna like, do like an underdog? Are you going to pick two similarly sized people? Or you can do like a big man and like a skinny girl and say figure husband it out. Wife. Husband and wife. Have you there? Yeah, it's like the Squid Game in the marbles. Oh yeah, basically. Only one gets to leave. <clears throat> um, I got one more. Um, maybe. It's nine eleven. Okay. What's the name of your business and what's your 911 sale? Wait, 911 2001 or 911 2002? Well, you know how like businesses do 911 sales? Yeah, like what is yours and what's businesses what do 911 sales? You've never seen that? I've never seen that. My I'll do an example. Uh Oh, wait, I want to do mine. Go for it. Okay. Pizza shop. My 9-11 sale is going to be the twin leaning tower of pizzas. Done. Twin leaning tower of pizzas. You know, I'm surprised you didn't go this way. Uh, strip club? Right? Mm. Twin tower dances. Mm. And then you could say something <laughs> along the lines of these towers are going to come crumbling down all over you, or something along those lines. We have ten twins, and you you pay twin extra, towers. and and they dance on you at the same time, and then you have a third girl that is free is of this, charge and unaware. Yours? Yes, and oh, and the third girl uh, crashes your lap dance. She's wearing a plaid costume. And she just tackles the other two girls <laughs> off you, and like that's how the, the lab dance ends. Because you're sad, and it was abrupt, and it was just leaves a bad taste in your mouth, kind of like 9/11 did. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that I want that one to be mine, actually. I, I actually, actually, everything you said is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have went that route. That'd be a good thing. I'm surprised you didn't go the stripper route. Yeah, that's the one thing I thought of. Or uh, that's the one thing I thought of. Or like uh, I don't know. You could do uh, like if you have an apartment complex, you could do discounts on on uh, your rentals, and you can be like uh, I don't know, jet fuel can't mount these steel beams. There's something that was that was, that was low quality. <laughs> Hold on, what? Three hundred nine is it flight three ninety one? 
Is that what it was? Something, yeah, something like one ninety three, hundred ninety three dollars off. That's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Nine dollars and eleven cents off. If you could write an essay about how nine eleven contributed to the military industrial complex, you get your first month's rent free. This will be entered <sighs> into a con contest. All right, brother. I think that's a good way to end it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just me and you. Uh, Nick good night, Nick. <laughs> says good night, Nick. We love you. Uh, check us out on the Facebook, the TJ Ned Show podcast, or TikTok of the same name. Come find myself on TikTok. I can't let you go poop. Uh, my Twitch that I don't really stream much on is Unwise Analysis. Do you have anything, Josh? No, sir. Thanks so much. Uh, we greatly appreciate you guys tuning in. This is going to be a complete shit show of a show. Yeah. So I hope <laughs> you enjoyed a... all the quirkiness and uh, unedited version of our of our lives. Today was uh, really tough. This week was tough. We all got our ass kicked. And uh, let's let's start off the the next show a little bit better. And maybe all of us will be awake this time. Sometimes you just got to get by, man. If Nick falling asleep mid-podcast doesn't tell you what kind of week it's been, I don't know what will. I, you beautiful 100%. people have an amazing night. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.